Well, hello, friends. Grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you. Welcome to Sermons from the Mount podcast. My name is Pastor Mark O'Neill. I currently serve as the pastor of Mount Olivet United Methodist Church in Manio, North Carolina. Each week, we will post here audio recordings of the sermons that I preach from that church. Hope this one is a blessing to you. God bless. Take care. Our gospel lesson for this morning in our sermon text comes from the Gospel of Luke. We're in the second chapter, and we're going to take a look at verses 1 through 7. Again, this is the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. It says, In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. My friends, this is the word of God for you and I, the children of God. Thanks be to God. So friends, as we just read from our passage this morning, the king of the universe, the savior of us all, the long-awaited Messiah has finally arrived. He's laid in a manger, doted on by mom and Joseph, visited by shepherds and angels, and as Luke tells us, this newborn savior king is wrapped in swaddling cloth. Which got me to thinking about when our kids were born. Now, some of you may know this, but there is a learning curve to swaddling a baby. Sure, some may come about it naturally, but if you ask any parent, and they'll tell you that for most, learning how to wrap that baby tight like a burrito (laughs) does take some practice. I know that when Heidi and I had birthing classes before we had Caroline, we practiced on a baby doll. But an actual child is a much, much different story. And time and again, just when we thought we had it right, we'd lay Caroline down only to see her fingers start to slowly emerge, and then her hand, and then her arm, and then the whole blanket was undone, and we had to start over. I mean, who's to say it did not take Mary one, two, three, or 12 times to get it right? I mean, she didn't have the advantage of watching YouTube and speeding through the process. She had to figure it out. And she would need to figure it out. You see, friends, swaddling a baby was and is not merely an act of tender care from a parent to an infant, it's critical to providing a newborn with warmth 
and security, both of which are essential to that brand new baby falling asleep. And yes, even though the lyrics of Silent Night tell us that Jesus didn't make a peep when he was first born, and we may like to think this whole occasion was one of still and quiet and peace, part of me can't help but believe that Mary likely wanted Jesus, as meek and mild as he may have been, to maybe take a nap that first Christmas morning. Now, by way of a little background, for those that may not know, traditionally, newborns would be washed with water, rubbed with salt and olive oil, and then multiple strips of fabric, likely torn from various garments and household items, would be tightly wrapped around the child, securing their little arms to their side and their little legs together and serving to shield them from the cold. But they were, friends, and all wrapped in more than strips of cloth. Each newborn was also wrapped in love as mom ensured that her little treasure, and in this case our Lord and Savior, was safe and sound and snug as a bug. You see, the swaddling cloths that wrap our Savior in our reading this morning are a small but important detail. They are, after all, Jesus' first outfit. But more than that, these swaddling cloths for us are a picture of what this child, once grown, will provide for you, will provide for me, will provide for us all. First, there's warmth. Now, it has been kind of cold around here the last few weeks, but temperatures aside, friends, this world can sometimes be a cold place. And we may not like to dwell on it as we celebrate the most wonderful time of the year, but life is unfortunately filled with broken promises and tension-filled relationships and awkward interactions and gut-wrenching rejections and terrible misunderstandings. All of which can leave you feeling like an outsider, alone and caught in the cold, if you will. Perhaps you've felt the cold this holiday season. At a time when relationships are typically front and center, this season is packed with opportunity for the dysfunction so common to human interaction to also be felt in full force. And yet, friends, born in Jesus, is the promise that you will never be stuck out in the cold when it comes to your Creator. Yes, our sins and our struggles earn us an outsider status, a rightful rejection when compared to the beauty of our God and the standard for life and love that He's given to us and desires from us. But this baby, whose birth we celebrate, has been born to bring us outsiders back into the fold and into the family of God. This child will grow to live the life of love that we should live, but failed to. And by faith in Him alone, His perfect fidelity to the will of God will be credited to us to enjoy as our own. Clothed. Swaddled, if you will, in his perfection, we also enjoy his status. We are welcomed into God's grace, God's pleasure, and God's family as a son or as a daughter. 
Friends, you may find yourself on the outs with any number of people in this sometimes cold world. You may have outsider status in all kinds of clubs and groups. But one relationship will never more be in doubt. One status is strong and secure. You reside, friends, in the light, in the warmth of God's love. He cherishes you. He celebrates you. He dotes on and smiles at the very thought of you, much like we can imagine Mary does with this newborn Savior she cradles in her arms. And one day, at the return of Christ, the acceptance you have with God will shine brighter than any rejection that you've experienced and any dysfunction that exists between you and others. There's not just warmth, friends. There's also security and safety. If an infant's arms and legs are left flailing about, they can feel vulnerable. They can shake and shiver as if they were falling. And there's also the fact that they're prone to cuts and scrapes from their tiny yet surprisingly sharp little fingernails. But wrapped tight, They feel, and indeed they are, safe. Friends, you and I, we too are exposed. The world can not only be cold at times, it can also be dangerous. Death is all around us. Scripture says that Satan prowls like a roaring lion seeking whom he will devour. We see sickness and illness strike a loved one. We see moral failure take out the career of a respected friend. We see divorce pulling apart a family. The list goes on and on. The attacks of this sin-sick world come at us from all sides. But this brave little boy, born in Bethlehem, has come to confront every evil that threatens us and every foe that terrorizes us. He's here to live, to fight, to die, and to rise like a man on a mission. And in his brief life, he will face every evil. He will confront every terror, and he will take each one, including death, head on. And he will crush them all. Sure, he may win by losing, and it will confound us at times, but friends, in dying, in being rejected by his own people, punished for crimes he did not commit, and giving his life on the cross as if he was the chief of sinners, friends, this newborn will bring new life to the world. He will drain the world's evil of its power, absorbing it all, along with God's wrath, unto himself and rendering this world impotent to lay any kind of permanent claim on us. He will die. He will go from being washed in salt and olive oil and wrapped in swaddling clothes to being bathed in perfume in preparation for burial, wrapped in grave clothes, covered in spices, and set in a tomb. But then, friends, then he will rise victorious. And through faith in this child, through a relationship of dependence upon who this baby is and all that he can do, his victory 
over this dangerous world becomes our victory. Friends, it may feel as times as though we are flailing and falling. We will receive cuts and bruises and scratches and scrapes and there will be blow after blow after blow. But friends, none of those blows will be fatal for those who belong to Jesus Christ. We, like he, will be wrapped and swaddled in security. Friends, there is nothing more loving Nothing more sweet than a love a mother has towards her newborn child. Think about Mary on that first Christmas morning. Her eyes fixed on him. Her arms hesitant to let him go. Tears running down her face as she watches him wiggle and move and yawn and stretch. Then she slowly and deliberately takes a tiny blanket, wraps it around his little body, And tugs it just right so that it will stay put. She holds him. Rocks him. And then he and she finally fall asleep. Such love, friends. Such a gift. Ask any mom and odds are they will tell you there is no better present to hold in their hands than a newborn babe. Friends, Mary's love for the Lord is a glimpse of God's love for us all in Christ Jesus. Did you know that God the Father, because of Jesus Christ, looks upon you with an even greater love? That his eyes are fixed on you and you are held in his hands? It's easy and understandable, friends, if your mind is distracted by other gifts being given and received this Christmas, but I pray that there may be a moment, at least one, where you realize that you too are swaddled in warmth and safety and in the care of the one that loves you more than you could possibly ever imagine. Why not let it be now? Friends, you are warm and secure, and safe in the love of Christ Jesus. How might your life be different if you fully grasped that truth and truly understood that the love of God is yours now and forever? Because it is, in fact, yours. Would you live with a little more bravery, willing to take on the things that are of greatest consequence, knowing that God has your back? Because, friends, he does. Would you let go of some anxiety, knowing that you already possess that which matters most? Because you do. And moreover, God possesses you in his loving arms. Might you sleep a little more soundly at night, knowing that life's biggest battles have already been fought for you and won for you? Because they have. Might there be a little bit more boldness in word and deed and more lightness in your heart if you just grasped Just how tightly you are wrapped in the good things of God through Jesus Christ. Because, friends, and please hear me clearly, God has got you. And he is not going to let go of you. The swaddling clothes that wrap our Savior are a small but important detail of a story we read each and every Christmas. 
They are a picture of what this child, once grown, will provide for all of us. And friends, what we receive on Christmas Day, a beloved child wrapped in love, is what all of us, through this child, get to become God's beloved children. Now friends, that is an incredible gift. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Until next time, God bless. Take care.